Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. What is going on, world? John James here, betting above the rim, live on a Saturday morning. In conclusion, and after we saw the NBA Finals wrap up this week, we're going to give you the full reflection show, everything you need to know about the season that wrapped up the NBA Finals that we saw. And then just a few days away, the NBA draft on our radar this upcoming Thursday. And we're going to break all of that down, give you the edge, help you find some value spots on that board as we have seen a lot of market movement this week. So I'll be here for the full two hours alongside Coach James Young. As always, Shames and James on a Saturday morning on your TV screen. Coach, I'm very happy to be here with you, my friend. Yeah, it's good to be here. You know, NBA Finals have already just wrapped up. And, of course, we got to get right into the draft. And free agency starts in a week and a half. So we got a lot of business to take care of today, my man. Lots of business, but JY, some laughs too, because we're not all business on the show. We like to have a good time, and speaking of good times, I think the Warriors had themselves quite a good time over there on Thursday night, getting that Game 6 win to close out the NBA Finals. Your new champions for the 2021-2022 NBA season, the Golden State Warriors. Look at that tweet from the Warriors account. Dub Nation, stand up. You got the whole squad on that graphic there. The Warriors win their fourth championship in eight seasons. What an impressive feat from this dynasty, JY. And yes, I do call it a dynasty. I know some people, maybe a, a Bill Simmons disagrees with me, but I think this Warriors team is solidifying themselves from a longitudinal standpoint, coaches. One of the greatest teams we have ever seen here in so many different eras of greatness for this Warriors team. Good to see them back. Of course, my Celtics wanted to see them win the finals and disappointed on that result, but great to see Steph get a finals MVP as well, coach. You know, well-deserved Steph Curry had a phenomenal finals. Listen, had a little bit of a tail off in game five, but one through four, James, who was absolutely outstanding, including that 43-point performance in game two. So shout out to the Warriors. Yes, they are a dynasty. It, it's it's a dynasty of moving parts, but Kerr, yep. Clay, Steph, Draymond, they're the core, and you have the movable pieces, almost like the pre-KD, KD, post-KD Warriors. But because those four guys are the central figures, you have to consider them a dynasty. I agree with you, Coach. And I also want to add one more guy to that list that you just mentioned, Bob Myers, the GM for the Warriors, 
putting all of this together. And then, of course, Joe Lacob, the owner, willing to spend that money and really helping them stay at the top of that Western Conference, despite two down seasons when they weren't healthy. We see them back at full strength and right back where they were before Clay Thompson got hurt in the finals against the Raptors. So Steph Curry wins his first finals MVP coach. I got to ask you, do you think that this is his best individual finals performance ever? Or was it just more so the fact that it was kind of Steph and the boys here? You know, there was no Duran and you didn't really have that that solid B option. Do you think that Steph obviously deserving of the finals MVP here? Would you say this is his best finals to date? Absolutely. I mean, scoring at the clip that he did and then the way he closed out with 34 points in game six, it was his best performance in the NBA finals to date. Um, and then you kind of get into, and I'm sure at some point you got to talk about legacy. Where does Steph rank and returns mm-hmm. to point guards all time? And does he crack the top 10 all time in NBA history? Yeah, these are very important questions and certainly on our radar as the finals have wrapped up here. And first, we will welcome in our Sports Grid radio audience here. Sirius XM Channel 159, John Shames and James Young betting above the rim here on a Saturday morning. We're discussing the conclusion of the NBA Finals. Stephen Curry, the chef, winning his first Finals MVP award, adding that trophy to his collection. And Coach J.Y., I do agree with you that I think this is a really important uh, factor in the legacy conversation for Steph Curry. I'm a believer, J.Y., that Steph was already in that top 10 before this series. I don't necessarily think that this really changed anything because we knew the Warriors were capable of doing this when they were at full strength. And listen, people like to hate on Steph and his performances in the past in these finals, but this series, I think, showed us, you know, he's he's got what it takes to bring it in that situation, and he's got to be up in that top 10 for me and probably solidifying himself as the number one point man on my list, at least, J.Y. Well, this is where my age is going to come into play because I actually have step <laughs> number two. I still have him behind Magic. You know, I think Magic transcended the game. So is Steph. I'm not going to knock that. But the way as a big point guard, he didn't need to score because of what he had around him. But look at some of the games he had, 42 and 15, game six against uh, the 76ers, his rookie year. I have Steph Curry, too. I had him at three behind Oscar Robinson. He leapfrogs the big O with that MVP performance in the finals. And I just have him outside the top 10. I have him at 11. There's some guys there that you can debate the Duncans, the Wilts, the Russells. I still have Bird and Magic, Kobe, LeBron, MJ, all ahead of him. I have him squarely at number 11. But if he gets that next ring and he gets the five, ties Magic, one behind Jordan, and you got to think that he moves definitely into the top 10. But we're talking apples and apple, apples and oranges. I mean, his performance was phenomenal. And the way that he brought this team back from when people thought the dynasty was over, you have to argue that this may not be the end of the run for the Warriors. I certainly don't think it is the end of the run for the Warriors. That's a team that I think is always a threat of retooling. I saw some stuff, some chatter, JY, that LeBron James said he would be interested in playing for the Warriors. I don't know how realistic that is, but man, how awesome would that be? Seeing Steph and LeBron and kind of the later parts of their careers teaming up, maybe getting another one together, that would be something. All right, we'll take a look back on game six. SportsGrid.com, betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Betting above the rim here on a Saturday morning, John Shames, Coach James Young here. And we are talking about the NBA Finals. Wrapping up on Thursday night, Warriors winning in six games, taking game six, 103 to 90. And we thought that maybe Boston would be able to rally at home, you know, backs up against the wall, down 3-2 and force a game seven in Golden State. That was not the case. Golden State comes out. You know, a little uh, struggling, a little slow in that first quarter, but doesn't look back after they go on a run in the in the middle of that first quarter and early part of the second quarter. Does not look back. Boston down big the whole game, and Golden State able to close it down. They put their their foot on Boston's throats towards the end of the game. Andrew Wiggins nails a big three, and the Celtics go packing home. Jay, much to my chagrin, I'm not happy about it. But you gotta you gotta be uh, uh, impressed with the series and the season that the Celtics have played this year, 20 and 21, about 40 41 games into the season, so exactly halfway through, and then making it to the NBA Finals, taking the the three-time dynastic Warriors to six games. I'm impressed, JY. But what did you make of that game six? Is that how you expected things to go in terms of the Warriors coming out, getting hot, and then just not looking back? Yeah, I, I really did, James. You know, I really thought this series was lost um, in, the, in the late third quarter, early fourth quarter of game number five. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But to yeah. me, I figured Boston was going to throw the knockout punch early because they had to. They had to get the crowd into it. And all Golden State had to do was weather the storm. And the weathering the storm ended up being the storm of Marcus Smart, who basically just got himself taken out of the game after getting two calls in his favor on back-to-back possessions, then turn, you know, it gets it two on him. He starts to lose it, becomes ineffective, and then it comes to a fact that they never had that consistent third score. They never had that consistent uh, ball handler. And listen, James, the amount of turnovers, Boston was borderline reckless with the basketball at times in this series, and you can't allow a team like Golden State to get live turnovers and runouts. And that's how they kind of started that uh, late first quarter, second quarter, 21-0 run, along with Jordan Poole, who came in. And to me, the biggest shot was honestly the three that he banked in to put him up five late in the first quarter. Once they weathered the storm, Boston had no more punches left. 
you know, Tatum yep. gets his second foul. And after that point, it was all she wrote. And then it, they actually kind of ran away with it. Boston, great season. Nice run in the fourth quarter. But obviously, they get we trade basket for basket. Couldn't do that. And anytime they got to stop, James, it almost seems like Boston would turn around and turn the ball over. Coach, I actually want to ask you about that from your perspective as a coach yourself. What is going on with the Celtics that they always look so good in the fourth quarter when they get some urgency there? Kind of was the story for this whole series is I I believe, Coach, that the Boston Celtics were the better team in this series. I still think they were the better team in the series, but they they got outperformed on the court, and I think part of that is because Ime Udoka wasn't able to reel in his guys and really get them to do what he wanted to. He was telling them to push it up, and they'd walk it up. He was telling them, stop complaining to the refs, get back on defense, and you're still complaining to the refs. What do you make of that type of relationship and that type of dynamic between Udoka trying to kind of rally and exercise some control over his team and Boston just unraveling on the court? An experience everywhere. An experience in the coaching staff. You got to look at it, even the other side in Golden State. Forget the fact they have Steve Kerr. They have Mike Brown and Kenny Atkinson. Granted, they got jobs. Those are experienced veteran NBA guys. So you have six eyes on the floor with head coaching experience that can literally catch everything. I think it's where Eme got caught. Now, I personally, I think Golden State was the better team, particularly because Robert Williams was not healthy. I think that was a mm-hmm. big factor, and I think he was underutilized. Let's be honest, James, as a you agree, he's been underutilized offensively the entire season. But the yep. problem that they have is they could not go to their bench and take Tatum or Brown out of the game in second-half situations. That's why I think they lost game number five and game number six as well. So they got to reshore the bench, and they got to do a better job. they got to get better point guard play because Marcus Smart is not it. Yeah, and you're seeing some of those numbers here and players who went over in that game. Stephen Curry, of course, the top of that list, hitting 34, going well over his point prop of 27.5. But there's more Warriors on that list than there are Celtics, J.O.I. And besides Jalen Brown scoring 34, which, um, I mean, it was a 35, almost a 35-point game, but really not one of his best games overall, in my opinion, still coached by the eye test. The volume was there. But anyway, so you have Jalen Brown, you have Al Horford scoring 19 points, getting hot from three. And then you have Jason Tatum as the third leading scorer on the team with 13. Five Warriors players in double figures. That's not going to cut it, JY, if you're the Boston Celtics, especially when Steph Curry is setting historic numbers here in the NBA Finals. Coach, Steph Curry in this series, the best true shooting percentage on a high volume uh, uh, number of attempts in a final series ever. 62.6 true shooting percentage for the chef. And, of course, that coming against Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year. You look at Steph Curry, you look at Jason Tatum in game six. Steph Curry finishes with 34. Jason Tatum finishes with 13. And he really struggles from the field, shooting about 30% from the field there, J.Y. What do you make of Tatum here? Do you think he's going to be back in this spot? And how can a guy like that bounce back and, and kind of turn the narrative around at this point? It'll be hard for them to get back next year. I think they definitely have a window there in Boston for a while with Tatum and Brown being so young. But here's the thing, James. 41. That's the number of minutes per game that Jason Tatum played in the NBA playoffs. I'm not talking Hmm. just the finals. I am talking in all the games in the postseason, Jason Tatum, I'm going to repeat this, folks, played 41 minutes per game. 
up from 35.9 during the regular season. If you don't think six minutes of basketball is a lot, that is a ton, 41 minutes. So I think Jason Tatum wore down. Now, he, we'll talk about him at the end of the first hour because something tells me he may get a little bit of slander. <laughs> but for him, spoiler. it was it was, it was was spoiler alert. For him, it was the fact of too much playing time. And if you think about it, James, when that run happened late first quarter and second quarter, Steph was on the bench for a portion of that. Mm-hmm. When they made yep. a run in the third quarter, Steph was on the bench. They maintained leads with Steph on the bench. They couldn't do that with Tatum. And that's one of the things we have to take from Boston is how are they going to address their lack of depth at the small forward two-guard position for Tatum and Brown to give them some kind of relief off the bench? Going to be a necessary task if the Boston Celtics want to make it back to the NBA Finals next year or in any of the following years. And, J.Y., it is a gauntlet that they'll have to go through in the Eastern Conference. We'll break down the conferences in just a bit, just a couple of segments from now. But, Coach, let me direct your attention now to the 2023 Futures title market that has opened up here. And the Warriors open as a, a strong favorite, plus 460 as compared to the rest of the field. The Celtics are the second-place fa- second favorite at plus 650. The Nets about 50 cents behind them at plus 700. And then you have teams like the Bucks, the Clippers, the Suns, all in that next tier before we get to the, the triple digits with Miami, Philadelphia, Denver, and Dallas. But, Coach, let's first look at the top of that board. we got about a minute left in this segment. 460 on the Warriors, plus 460, a fair price for them, or do you think that, that that's maybe a little too much love on this team right now? No, they should be. They're going to be the defending champions. And you figure Clay Thompson will be better coming off of that injury and, and not even playing the entire season. And they get James Wiseman back. Maybe the development mm. of Kaminga and Moody over the offseason. I think they should be a strong favorite in the Western Conference. There will be some teams on the come up we'll talk about, but they should be the favorites to win the NBA title. Absolutely. I think it is fair to book them as the favorites. I'm not really sure, Coach, and we'll break down the, the conferences in a little bit, but I don't really know why you would have them at $5 ahead of the Phoenix Suns. That seems like a big discrepancy, maybe a little bit too much of a discrepancy. And then, of course, you see the teams like the Brooklyn Nets, their price at plus 700, and it's like, oh, my God, what are we doing out here? But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't you worry. On the other side of the break, Coach Jay Wan and I will take a look at that Eastern Conference, figuring out where are the value spots, who's getting too much love, and where can you place an early bet to get some good values. Keep it right here, betting above the rim. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Saturday edition of Betting Above the Rim here on Sports Grid TV, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159, all across your OTT uh, sp- streaming platforms as well. John James and JY here, live with you for the full two hours. What's going on, JY? Let's talk a little bit about the Eastern Conference, and we're going to take, we're going to zoom in a little bit. We talked about the title odds in the last segment. We're going to zoom in now and look at each conference at a time, starting in that East and starting coach at the top of the list. The Boston Celtics are the Eastern Conference favorite at plus 300 right now. A co-favorite, though, alongside the Brooklyn Nets. And then we see a couple other teams down there. Bucks plus 340, just 40 cents behind those two teams over there at plus 300. And then we can see the Heat, the Raptors, and the 600s there as we go down the list, some triple-digit prices as well. Coach, before we dive into each team specifically and maybe some of the value spots on this board, I want to ask you, from a big-picture perspective right now, do you think that these odds are reflective of what we can expect for maybe uh, um, the playoff picture or the, uh, the standings at the end of the season next year? No, I think Brooklyn's too high. I think there's too many question marks about them. Um, I would say Milwaukee should be above them. I think Miami should be above them as well. We'll talk about values in a little bit. But Brooklyn, too many question marks. You know, what do you do with Kyrie? They don't want to give him – they don't may not want to give him the max. They may not want to give it to him long term. Does he want to stay there? Does Ben Simmons get healthy and finally want to play basketball? Can Joe Harris come back? What do you get out of LaMarcus Aldridge? What happens with Drummond? What happens with Curry? You see where I'm going? Too many question marks right now for Brooklyn for them to be solidly number two. That is just based off of, like, looking at the back of a basketball card and saying, oh, they got Kyrie, they have KD, they they should be (laughs) number two. You can't go by that. (laughs) Milwaukee will be better. You could argue that they they could have beaten Boston if they had Chris Middleton. And then you have to look Mm -hmm. at Miami, who had game seven at home and had a furious comeback and a bad decision by Jimmy Butler probably may have cost them a shot at the NBA championship. So right now, I think two, three, four, I would move three and four up, move Brooklyn probably to the fourth spot. Yeah, I think that's a good take, Coach. And let's let's start diving in here to these specific teams. We can take more of a zoomed-in look at some of these squads at the top here. We're going to start off, Coach, with the number one team on this list and the defending Eastern Conference champions. Of course, Jason Tatum collecting that Eastern Conference Finals MVP, the first ever coach. So he does. He will always have that. But let's talk about the Celtics' chances of making it back next year and getting to that spot behind Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. If we can look at some of these numbers here. So... In 2022, 51-31 were the Boston Celtics losing in the NBA Finals in six games, really outperforming their expectations both coming into the season and in the middle of the season at one point. Remember, they were under 500 for the first couple months here. The key free agents, no one, Coach. They're, they're, they have a good chance of retaining their whole team here if they choose to do so. And then their odds for the Eastern Conference specifically, they're plus 300 there. Coach, are you buying or selling on the Celtics' ability to make it back out of the East in back-to-back seasons? 
I'm going to sell it, and it's not because of the fact that I don't think they're any good. I think they're fantastic. I think Ema had a great job this first year. I think, number one, they have to they got to figure out the point guard situation. Because I, I could see Marcus Smart being moved in the offseason or becoming a sixth man. I like him coming off the bench as the energizer bunny. He's just too inconsistent mm-hmm. to me. They need a steady point guard, veteran point guard. Uh, a Chris Paul would make sense. I don't know if they, they probably couldn't get him, but a D'Angelo Russell. They need an upgrade at the point. I, that's what I think, and move smart to the best. I'm not saying D'Lo, but something that's better at the point guard <laughs> spot. Um, yeah. And then you got to get Robert Williams healthy. That's going to be a big thing with him, and try to utilize him as more of a lob threat. He's a dynamic player, great defensively, and they got to lengthen their bench a little bit. Pritchard, Grant Williams got exposed a little bit in the finals. Derek White as mm-hmm. well. You got to address the bench, but I still think they will be one of the top two or three teams in in the East when it's all said and done. I agree. I think they're they're right there at the top coming into next season. And I don't know, Coach. You mentioned Chris Paul. Actually, that was a, a name that I floated out yesterday on our guy Joe Frizo's podcast, which I went on. But the Celtics getting Chris Paul. I don't know what that would take, but it was evident that they really just needed someone who could calm down the offense, someone who can get them quality shots and make high IQ plays that are maybe not necessarily in the natural game flow, but someone who can control the pace of the game. So I really like that look for you, Coach JY. But the Boston Celtics are going to have quite a few hard teams to get through in the top of that Eastern Conference and this year they were able to do it getting through Brooklyn first Milwaukee second and then Miami of course but the Bucks next year coach with Chris Middleton back I certainly have my eye on Milwaukee also finishing this year at 51 and 31 they were the three seed as the Celtics had the tiebreaker but going down in round two to Boston free agency for them we're going to be keeping an eye on Bobby Portis who has a player option as well as Pat Connaughton, two key rotational players, two key floor spacers next to Giannis Antetokounmpo and defenders as well for this Milwaukee team. They're at plus 340. I think that's a, a good value spot for them, Coach, because honestly, I don't want to say it was a fluke that the Celtics beat them this year, but without, I think it was evident that without Middleton, the, the Bucks were not as, as good as, as the Celtics were this year. I think when they're back and fully healthy, Drew Holiday gets yet another year to mesh with that team. They're, they're got to be right there at the favorite level, in my opinion, Coach. Yeah, you, you have to consider them to be up there as a co-favorite. Uh, you know, Middleton, they get, remember, Brooke Lopez didn't come on until late in the year. Bobby Portis will probably opt back in because he likes that culture of being there. Connaughton's a big piece. They got to get a better play at a shooting guard spot. Um, a guy to look to look at, um, Jordan Noir, who is a good scorer, but has never really cracked that rotation. I want to see if he makes that that jump next year. Maybe can mm-hmm. become the backup here and rely on less people uh, than Grayson Allen. You got people like Serge Ibaka. So you got the pieces there, and Bud's a good coach. Now listen. They lost Darvin Ham, and that's going to be a big part because he was a big part of what went on in Milwaukee. So we'll see how that affects him with the coaching staff. But with those players, Shane, and the fact that they have a championship um, on their belt and they can feel anger with the fact that they probably were a Chris Middleton healthy away from maybe getting to the NBA Finals and maybe winning it, you would have to think that that is a very good value with the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm buying it. I completely agree. I'm buying that one as well, coach. And yet another team that finishes 51 and 31. And 
I think we're both going to feel a little bit differently about this squad than we have the first two. The Philadelphia 76ers this year, Coach, we have talked about them at length on this program, and I know neither of us are, are real believers in the James Harden, Joel Embiid pairing, especially when you have this washed-looking version of J.H. out there. But the Sixers go down in round two this season. James Harden is a free agent potentially with his player option. It does seem like he's going to opt out and try and restructure something at the least. There's some chatter about maybe him signing a short-term deal in Philadelphia. That would not surprise me in the slightest. But plus 650 here, Coach. So despite finishing with the same record as Boston and Milwaukee, $3 behind both of them and $3.5 behind the Boston Celtics, I don't even think that I, I think that's even too too good value on on Philly. I really they didn't really do much to impress me this year. They did not show me with James Harden that they were that real threat to come out of the Eastern Conference. And I, I'm not I'm not buying this one right now, JY. I'm I'm selling it. I'm selling all of it. I put all put all my chips to the table. They are not coming out of the East. I'm sorry, folks. Harden's out of shape and beat can't stay healthy. Tobias Harris tremendously overpaid. Oh, they want to trade him. Tyrese Maxey, great come up. Let's see if he can repeat himself through the whole, whole the entire season. And then George's Niang, they may want to trade him. You know, they want to trade everybody. And, and that's the thing. And, and I'm not convinced <laughs> of Doc. You are a Celtics guy. I am not a Doc Rivers guy. I, I've never been no. a Doc Rivers guy. I think he's lucky he got the ring he got. He should have got two with the Celtics, uh, but he had so much help, and he probably blew it in not getting two of them. So I am not a believer in the Philadelphia 76ers. I could argue that teams below them, including Toronto, Chicago, Atlanta, they could all be above them when it's all said and done because I think they have better players. They're younger and hungry and have better coaching. And they have better depth too, JY. That's a, a real knock on the Sixers. I do not believe in that bench right now. And it kind of seems like every year the Sixers are scraping together a bench and they always are, are active active players in that buyout market, kind of adding a couple of good veterans throughout the season. But that's going to be a real area they need to improve. They were really only going five or six deep during that postseason. So something to keep an eye on there for sure, JY. And another team we want to keep our eye on, and we teased it a little bit during the beginning of the segment, but the Brooklyn Nets are in a enigma this year I do not know what to make of the Nets coach of course this season we know they were booked as basically the co-favorite in the Eastern Conference for the entire season despite hovering our around or below 500 for much of it still continuing to be priced in the futures market as a favorite right up there and now that's kind of what we're seeing in this season too you know they lost in the first round to the Boston Celtics got swept for nothing there and yet they come out booked as a co-favorite with Boston here in the East coach what is going on with the Nets here is this just a a risk move by the um by the odds makers not wanting to take on too much risk by bit booking the Nets as a high price or do you really believe in the Nets ability to come out of the East this season I don't I think the thing is the odds makers are too nervous if they book them as too much of an underdog people will jump on them and take their money and then they're gonna get hit hard if they put it together I don't think they put it together I could argue shame that they may blow this thing up Hmm. Kyrie's not talking Katie's not talking you know, Nash is questionable as a coach. Joe Harris can't stay healthy. Andre Drummond's about 492 years old. LaMarcus Olsen's about <laughs> 592 years old. So, I'm sorry, Bocce. I know this is your squad, bro, but I can't, I cannot back Brooklyn either. I would be selling on this tremendously. 
Yeah, I agree with you, Coach. I'm not much of a believer in the Nets, and I'm, I'm also curious to see how Ben Simmons works his way back into that lineup. This is not a guy that you just plug and play. He's someone who really changes the fabric of your team and your game plan really on both ends of the court with different levels of success depending on which end we're talking about there. So we'll take it over to the Western Conference here after the break. A bunch of teams that we have our eyes on. A lot of good storylines to monitor as well. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, we're cooking here on a Saturday morning, betting above the rim. John Shames, James Young, 10 to 12 noon here Eastern time on SportsGrid TV. And right here, we we are going to talk about the Western Conference. We just took you through the East and the odds there and where we can find some value in the futures market. A few big teams to look at, seeing if we're buying or selling on them. I was getting JY's takes on that, and that's what we're going to do right here for the West now. And JY, so many teams to discuss in this Western Conference. This season, I think the Eastern Conference was the better of the two, the deeper conference as well. But the West this year looking very, very deep and a few teams that can really make some noise. So let's first take a look at the odds from a big picture perspective here. The Golden State Warriors open up, no surprise, as the favorites, plus 240. The Clippers plus 400, about $1.50 behind them. And then you see the Suns also at plus 400. The Grizzlies down there, eight, uh, plus 850. The Mavs, 9 to 1. The Nuggets, 11 to 1. And then the Lakers, or sorry, the Nuggets, 10 to 1. And then the Lakers, 11 to 1. Coach JY, what catches your eye real quick on that board here before we go into some specific teams? Dallas. Dallas at plus 900. And they've already made a trade for Christian Wood. We'll talk about that more later today. But you got to look at Dallas as being a team on the come up. If Luka's in shape, that could be a team that's very dangerous. And and then it's the Clippers. I mean, you got to go back and forth. Is Kawhi healthy? Does Kawhi want to play? Does Kawhi want to play in LA? Speed, you want to play with Kawhi? There's who's their depth. You know, so there's a lot. There's a lot of questions with them, uh, and it's it's crazy. It's almost like. They're getting a pass, so they're moving all the way up to plus 450. But then the Lakers, they're not getting a pass with their injury history with Anthony Davis. So 
pretty interesting the odds how the Lakers are getting disrespected and the uh, the Clippers are being respected. I, I part of me thinks that the Lakers disrespect may be a way to draw people in to take that number. <laughs> I think you might be right, Coach. And I mean, my take on that difference is that the Clippers, we know what they look like when they're healthy for the most part. This core has played together and has had some success, although they did lose in the second round. I think it was the bubble series, right, is the last time that they played a playoff series together and they, they get bounced in that second round. So not great. I think they blew a 3-1 lead to Denver. But I think just seeing the precedence of the Clippers, the Lakers, we haven't seen the Lakers with Westbrook really do anything of positive. And there's even an argument that he makes the team worse. We can dive into that shortly. But coach, let's start our buy or sell here with the Golden State Warriors at the top of that board. We talked about it a couple times here. You do think it's fair that the Warriors are booked as the favorites in the West here, but plus 240 is a very short price right now. That's a pretty strong favorite in a futures market, Coach. I don't really know if there's good value on that to me right now. To be honest with you, I would probably wait, see what kind of start the Warriors get off to because I think that price is going to be longer at some point this season just given what we know about their injury history and their longevity as it relates to playing the full 82 games. Yeah, I think it'll be a good play because you figure guys are going to get rest. They're not going to take the regular season as seriously from the jump. Uh, and then, obviously, you got to look at their, their free agents with Looney, Porter, Jr., Peyton II, Iguodala. You figure the veterans will be back. Gary Payton II had a good finals. He's a curious one because they have Kaminga, they have Moody. Maybe, they get, maybe he gets moved. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there, but I do think – they should be the favorites. But I don't know if that – you're right. That price is a little too short for me to want to take a chance on them right away. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you there, Coach. Hold off on the Warriors, I say, for now, especially with that laundry list of free agents. Some key rotational guys there. I do expect an Iguodala to be back, right? You know these veterans are going to try and find a team where they have a good shot to win a ring, and a defending champion uh, is, is always a good place to look for that. So – that's the Golden State Warriors. We talked a little bit about the LA Clippers as well there, Coach. Plus 400 on this list to win the Western Conference. They're free agents. Not too many here that we have to worry about. Nicholas Batum, a rotational player for them, a bench player towards the end part of that season. And of course, once their, their star wings come back into the fold, he will certainly be a bench player. But Nick Batum has a player option. Isaiah Hartenstein is a free agent as well. He's actually an important piece for them. I know Ivica Zubac, there, there's a team option on Ivica Zubac, so you do wonder what direction the Clippers are going to go with those two talented big men. You know, Isaiah's more of a four, Zubac is more of a five, but I may see them choosing to stick with one of them. But coach, to me, when I look at the Clippers, they're top heavy. They have, uh, you know, they have the star power to contend with anyone, but their bench is also really strong as well. They go about 10 deep and you do have Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris as guys who can create their own shot I really like the Clippers their value there at plus 400 coach and I think as it relates to um, as well to a potential matchup against the Golden State Warriors what team matches up better against Golden State than the LA Clippers with their length switchability and their shooting as well if they're healthy no one if they're healthy nobody but that's the problem with them is the health PG's had injury history we know about Kawhi you know he's kind of a flaky dude can Zubak get, be consistent, you know, 12, 14, and 10 guy every night? Reggie Jackson, y'all know, y'all know Coach, I love him some Reggie. So I'm <laughs> never going to slip. Reggie, Reggie, don't worry, brother. You will never get your big dummy. So you, there's a lot of questions out, but there's some other guys too. Marcus Morris, 
don't forget Luke Kennard, one of the best pure shooters in the league. So, mm -hmm. and Tyron Lue's one of the five best in the game right now. I don't care what anybody says. So, to me, it's about health. It's about Kawhi and health. If Kawhi is healthy, and I can get a full year out of him, I would be more willing to take the money on the Clippers to come out of the West than the Warriors because of the value. I completely agree, Coach. And a couple other guys that we should highlight on this Clippers team. Remember, they made a late-season trade with Portland that added Robert Covington and Norman Powell to the lineup for the Clippers. So Powell, another guy who can create his own shot and his defense a little spotty at times, but I think a valuable piece for the Clippers. And then Robert Covington backing up that defensive wing position as well for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and can space the floor. I think he had 40 points uh, towards the end of that regular season at some point. I think he had 41 there with like nine threes. So Covington can certainly heat up at any point as well. But coach, a really great spot for the Clippers at plus 400. And then you flip it over to the other team that's plus 400, and that's the Phoenix Suns. A big drop-off in value as it relates to next season compared to what we saw this season where they were booked as the strong favorite for basically the entire year. And in my opinion, Coach, they looked like the best team in the NBA. I don't think – I think for the most of the regular season, nobody could really hang with the Suns on both ends of the court. They pick up some injuries here and there. You kind of limp into the playoffs and then an absolute meltdown against the Dallas Mavericks. The big story for the Suns is DeAndre Ayton and what's going to happen with his restricted free agency. Do they want to bring him back after he had some beef and some issues there in the playoffs with Coach Monty Williams? And he's going to command a strong bag from somewhere, Coach. We know that without Ayton, the Suns – are certainly not poised in a position to make a run. Do you think the chance that they're going to lose him is baked into this value at plus 400, and that's why they're a little bit further down the board? Not enough. If you think he's coming, if he if if he's not coming back, it's not enough. Let me let me let me stop for a second. Listen, Robert Sarver, you you got you got your own problems, brother. James Jones, okay, Monty Williams, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, get your behind the DeAndre Ayton's house. And figure this out. And figure out what went wrong and what you need. Because I'm telling this right now. DeAndre Ayton is a 22-10 and 10 guy, and they're still the best team in the NBA when they go through him. Y'all messed this up. You got to give him the bag and figure it out. If you don't want to give him the bag, I'm telling this right now. I'm selling. I'm selling. Mm. Everybody knows on this network, JY was the biggest Suns guy the last 12, 13 months since I've been here. But if you let this guy go, in a trade, and we're searching free agency. They're talking about maybe OG Ananobi, you know, maybe for Toronto. Other teams are going to get involved. Detroit loves them. I'm saying this right now. If you do not bring him back, you will regret it for the next five years because the window will be closed on the Phoenix Suns. So much of that value depending on them retaining their core that they have right now. And coach, that's also the case for our next team on this list, the Dallas Mavericks. And you did tease it a little bit before Christian Wood this week acquired from the Mavericks. We will break down that trade in the top of the next hour. But on the way out, potentially coach, a major piece for them in this postseason run, Jalen Brunson, the talented guard over there for the Dallas Mavericks alongside Luka Doncic. He could be finding himself uh, confronted with a large contract and a large decision to make here at some point, Coach JY. Their odds are plus 900 right now. I think that is a tremendous, tremendous value spot for the Dallas Mavericks. I'm a huge buyer 
on Dallas. They really impressed me last season. To be honest with you, even in the playoffs, I was a little bit shaky on their ability to actually make it as far as they did, but they proved me wrong, and I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. I'm back in the Mavericks here. Oh, I'm taking them right now. I'll tell you right now because I think there's another domino to drop. And I think, uh, you know, Brunson may be gone, but I would use him as a sign-and-trade piece to bring in someone else. They need another dynamic playmaker at the guard spot that can create his own shot that's a bigger guard that can defend. Hello, Zach Levine, if you can find a way to find that one and do that, I'd be all mm. over that one. You know, but I do think I'm buying it. I love the Wood trade. Like I said, we'll talk about it more. Again, remember, folks, they had a long season last year. Luka went to the Olympics, and Luka got fat. And Luka took a while to get him going with Jason Kidd. I'm saying this right now. I like this value. I'm taking it right now. And I'm going to go on record saying that Luka Doncic will be the NBA MVP next season. Mm. If he duplicates what he did down the stretch in the playoffs, there's no one, no one that impacts the game is more valuable to his team than Luka Doncic. I agree with you, Coach. And Luka Doncic opened as the MVP favorite on the FanDuel Sportsbook yesterday, plus 500 for the Slovenian down there in Dallas to take home that award. So a good look there for Coach JY, giving you some early value there on Luka Doncic. And with a guy like that, Coach, he gets better every single year. And I think that's what we also have to anticipate as we think about a futures price here. Luka Doncic is going to be better than he was last season. And Coach, there's also that argument, too, for the Memphis side of things and John Morant improving on a year-to-year basis. Of course, this year, one of the best uh, uh, turnaround seasons, or not turnaround season, but just improvement, single-season improvement that we've seen in a long time, Ja entering that superstar club. I'm skeptical about the, the Grizzlies here at plus 850 to win the Western Conference. To me, I was never a believer in Memphis for this whole season, really, Coach. I thought that they outperformed themselves. And in the playoffs, they didn't really have that identity. I, I think that they're struggling for their identity right now, and that's why I can't really back them. I don't know what they're going to look like heading into next season here. The two free agents are keys, folks. Don't, don't sleep on slow-mo. Don't see about Kyle Anderson. He's an integral part of that team coming off the bench. His scoring, his ability to play multiple positions, his defense, his length, his passing ability. And Tyus Jones is the best backup point guard in the NBA. Probably one of the best yep. 15 point guards in the NBA. Hello, Boston. That would be someone I would be looking at right now as a point guard. I think he's an upgrade. Shoots the ball well. Smart decision maker. Doesn't turn the ball over. But here's the thing, yep. folks. you got to remember this. They were statistically better with Tyus Jones in the lineup and not John Morant. They got to find a way to make themselves whole with John Morant being a part of it. I question it. I am actually selling Memphis next year. I think they take a step back. I am also a seller on Memphis, Coach. And quickly, we have about 30 seconds, but I do have to get your thoughts on it. The Los Angeles Lakers booked at 11-1 to right now to win the Western Conference. We have no idea what this team might look like next year, but that has got to be some good value there for any team with LeBron James as a future opens up with a whole offseason ahead of us, Coach. Buy the Lakers, and then really quick, buy Denver. Porter Jr., Jamal Murray come back. That team will be dangerous. I love Malone as a coach. Great looks there from Coach JY. Our Western Conference watch for you here on a Saturday morning. We'll SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. The legends are true. Overwhelming power! Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Betting above the rim here. End of hour one, our two-minute segment. That can only mean one thing. It is time for the award to go out for today. It's You Big Dummy, and it's presented by none other than Coach James Young himself. Coach, who's the winner this week? You teased a little bit before. We won't talk about that right now. Tell us why it is Jason Tatum and whoever you said earlier. Oh, Jason Tatum. Listen, brother, I'm a fan. I love your game, bro. But you got to get some slander. You got to get a little bit of smoke on this Saturday morning. JY is coming with the ruckus. Homeboy, what you doing out there, man? I mean, you you out there scoring 13 points, 6 for 18, and a game 7. I mean, you're sitting there in the corner. You know what you look like? You ever, James, remember when we were kids and you would go to the high school dance and there'd be that nerd standing in the corner, like standing like this, like holding a little, 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 little glass of punch? Because he's afraid that he can't talk to a girl and he'll get rejected. Jason Tatum, that was your behind in game seven or game six, standing in a corner, sitting over there, just chilling, being scared of the moment. Bro, you need to you need to stop with the I, I wanna dress like Kobe. I wanna do this. I wanna be cute. Yo, son, Jason, you you nice. Drew Hanlon, get this boy in the gym and make him a killer. Because that's your problem, bro. You're too nice. You're too cute. You got the like, nice your hair looking nice. You got the nice fade. You know, you're looking sharp with a little beard. <laughs> and you play like hot trash in a big moment. Jason Tatum, you're getting the award today because in the biggest moment of your career where you can establish your identity, you head in the corner like a scared kid. My nine-year-old who can't shoot would have came and got the ball <laughs> and put in a little bit of work. So Jason Tatum... Until you bring it, my brother, Assalamualaikum. I'm down with you. I like you. I think you're great. You got to get it, bro. You big dummy. JY, there were some times where I couldn't tell if it was Jason Tatum or Deuce Tatum because he looked like a scared child. And that's coming from someone whose favorite player is Jason Tatum. Step it up, JT, please. I know you'll be back there, and we all believe you will be, and you'll be much better for it next time. Hour two, betting above the rim after the break. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.